Hello guys, welcome to the Never Give Up podcast with Tamir Bassi and Sonny Sekon. So episode one, we're just getting started, we're ready to go, me and Sonny are ready in our attire, I'm in boxer shorts, using the shirts and sweatpants combo, <laughs> so we're just going to ask some questions to one another, just see where we go, just enjoy, stay locked in. Okay, perfect, so Tamir, most people that are going to be listening to this right now, they're going to want to understand, so what's the journey with this, what's your vision for it, and why have you started this Never Give Up? podcast i didn't have much of a choice you gave me a really strong push with a knife in my back (laughs) um but recently i got injured playing basketball and a lot of it i take blame for because i was outside during covid when i should have been indoors during lockdown and then i took a fall during basketball and the doctors gave me really little hope of ever regaining walking or even basketball ability but um every day i'm proving them wrong i'm walking within a few months the earliest time frame I was given nine months and the worst time time frame I was given was never so I'm already walking independently and I just feel like I've had lots of little shifts during this whole path I've gone vegan some days I struggle occasionally I'll order a pizza but for the most part I'm vegan I've stopped drinking and I've just got a closer connection to God as well so I feel like it's an absolute blessing this injury so onwards and upwards so i'm learning a lot about myself do something that a lot of people may struggle with so i want to help other people as well that are going through injuries that have chronic diseases or have something in their life that you think is incurable they can't overcome because you can you can there's so many positive people and i want to be one of them and help you get through that and that's beautiful that's a beautiful why um tell us a bit about the injury then so how bad was it like you said Um, you might not be able to walk (laughs) right so how many stitches? How many scars? I don't, about that. I don't have a number of scars, but it looks like alligator teeth up and down my leg. So <laughs> you can imagine what that looks like. So what happened? I went up to lay up the ball and my knee folded back on itself. And that caused uh, a blood clot. And at first, obviously, you try and take it in and you think, okay, hopefully it's not as bad as we think it is. Uh, but when I got to um, the hospital, they were talking about limb saving surgery. We're looking at saving your leg. Well, and obviously when you hear things like that you get really really scared so amputation was a concern because i had the blood clot in my leg which they had to perform a artery and vein transplant which is basically where they cut open your left leg which was my non-injured leg and they put in an artery and vein from that leg into my lower right leg which is where the injury occurred and the blood clot was so that was a six hour operation and during this time i was just mind fogged i didn't even know what to think what to do and yeah, it's just been, and there's been lots of injuries of fractured kneecap, dislocated shoulder, drop foot, and nerve damage, which is a lot to take in because I was just playing basketball, and the next thing I know, I'm in a hospital for three and a half weeks. So ah, there's a lot to take. That's a lot of injuries there, a lot of problems, especially just from playing basketball, like you said. Uh, yeah, they, they said it was a freak accident, but I think it was an absolute miracle. I just think it was an absolute blessing. Like, just how much. Tell me more about that. You think it's a blessing? So yeah. most people that are going through something mm. like this and they have this kind of impact in mm. their life, they don't see it as a blessing. Like, um, they think like, how the hell did this happen yeah. to me and why me? So what you just said there was beautiful. So mm. tell me more. What, um, what makes you think that? It's just, there's been so many beautiful things. Like I've just got closer to my family. Like I tell my mom I love her. Like I don't think I'd ever done that previously. Like I hug her every night, close with my sister, uh, her husband now. So he, and the rest of my family, I just feel like I have a more spiritual and deeper connection with life and God. Obviously, some days are ups and some days are down, but generally, my incline has been more going up. Whereas before, 
I was all over the place. I wasn't really as, I didn't really see me, meaning in life or I didn't know there was a meaning in life. But now I just, I found myself crying to the most little things because I understand how, how beautiful life is. So I just feel absolutely blessed because if an injury could do all of that, it was worth it. That's beautiful. Was there a turning point where maybe you had a bit of like, why me? Why has it happened to me? I guess like yeah. feeling down. Was there a turning point which made you go, actually, why not me? Mm. I'm ready for this. I'm <laughs> ready for the growth. Um, How was that? Something along those lines. Just after surgery, I was being pumped full of morphine, which um, if you've researched, it's half the strength of heroin. It's a drug you don't really want to be on. Yeah, that um, shit's mad. <laughs> <laughs> Mad's an understatement. But basically, they had me on something which is, I just kept, the guy just kept telling me after my surgery, keep pressing the button because you've gone through major surgery, keep pressing it. At this point, I'm too naive. I'm just keep pressing it and assuming it's just going to help my body. But what it did, it triggered off a chemical reaction in my brain, which did something psychologically to me. Well, I was just in and out of consciousness. I was sweating. And I honestly thought wow. I was going to die. I really, really did. Like, it was about half five in the morning the day after my surgery. And I'd asked for the nurses to request a doctor because I was sweating profusely. And I just kept closing my eyes. I kept going to black. Not in the conventional way where you're closing your eyes. Yeah. But I honestly thought my life was just ending in that moment. And obviously, it, during this, I was only in hospital for a few days at this point. I was in regular contact with my family. And my cousin, Daisy, what she did, she sent me a prayer. and said, play this as much as you can. It will get you through it. And I just remember in that moment, as I just thought my life was just fading. I remember p- pressing that prayer. And things just shifted from that moment onwards. I just felt... Like, I wasn't sweating anymore. I just felt more clarity. And I just felt like, okay, I'm going to do something. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to overcome this. So that was a major turning point, I'd say. Just listen to prayer. And I was like, okay, don't don't view this as a negative. Because everyone faces obstacles. And everyone goes through pain, but suffering is optional. So I was just going through pain, but the suffering part was on me. So I decided, okay, let's just try and make the best of the situation. So I always went out my way to make nurses laugh. I was interacted with other people in my ward. And there were some people that were going to far west than I was. So I had to suck it up and try and get the best out of my situation. Oh, man, that, that's amazing. Because <laughs> you're able to give yourself, get out of yourself and start thinking about others and you know, start serving others and having that gratitude, it seems like, you really <laughs> took on there. Yeah. And, like, for some people, gratitude is, like, a negative word. Like, Why would it be negative? You, well... Some people say, like, oh, what have I got to be grateful for? Mm. They look at it in a way, especially when they go through injuries, they kind of flip the script where they're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where they're like, oh, gratitude. What have I got something mm. to be grat- grateful for? Right. Nothing is good. I've got an injury. Mm. This is hard. That's hard. It's COVID right now. Like, things are so difficult. So how do you think being grateful in the moment and really being able to, like, help the nurses, help yeah. people make make them laugh, feel connected. How do you think that helped your injury? Well, you hit the nail on the head there when it was COVID at the time. So, and this was at the height of COVID when there was numerous deaths in the news. So I was petrified of that. I, sorry, I even forgot to mention that. I was in June at COVID. So everything was heightened. And then you get you get speaking to people, the cleaners. You get to find out, oh, they're originally from London. Their kids are there. They're not seen for months. You speak to a nurse and she's not seen her mom in so long. Then you start really feeling like, whoa. This is bigger than me. Even though I'm injured, other people are injured, not in a physical form, in another form. So the least I can do is try and talk to them and make them smile during that period, which I, I think I really did because a lot of nurses really went out of the way for me. Like, I can't. The NHS was absolutely incredible. 
I can't even say how amazing they were. Some people have negative experiences, but for me, generally, the nurses were absolutely incredible, get me through it. And I really got to connect with a lot of beautiful people. I understood if you look for the negative in the world and what you're going through, you're going to find it. But if you look for the beauty, you're going to you're going to set your fishing rod out and you're going to find beautiful things constantly. So it's up to you. You choose. You set your you cast your nest. Sorry, you cast your net looking for things that are horrible. Or you cast your net looking for things that are going to be wonderful. And I've know what decision I've made. And I like other people to do the same because you could be going through. You could have arthritis. You could be down on yourself. You could just be, maybe you've sustained a serious injury like myself. It's not the end of the world. I promise you, it does get better. You just have to take it day by day and find your anchors. Luckily, my anchor came to me. I wasn't looking for it. But you can definitely force an anchor to you. So what part of the journey are you on right now? Because I think it would be important for everyone that listens to hear where you are mm. and where it's looking to be. Yeah. Okay, so I sustained my injury on May 4th, uh, which is a Monday, and I'm in about four and a half months removed from my injury. So at this point, I've got potentially one more surgery lined up. I need to go for a CT scan to find out if I've got ruptured ACL slash PCL. But at this point, I'm at home recovering and I'm walking unaided, and I'm just grateful every single day. I tend, I don't know what your religious background is or what you believe, but um, my religious background, I'm not going to disclose that because I don't want to sway anyone or dissuade anyone. But I, I believe that as a higher power that controls us all. You may not, but everyone's got something that pulls them towards ground. So I'm just praying every day. I'm just healing every day and just looking towards the future because I'm walking, which is an absolute blessing. I came home on two crutches an ankle brace, a knee brace, emaciated, and I didn't feel good. I was shoulder as well, right? Oh, yeah, I completely forgot that. <laughs> uh, oddly enough, Sonny brings up that the shoulder injury I sustained wasn't directly from basketball. <laughs> I was in bed in, in hospital, and silly enough, I pulled one of the curtains behind me, and my shoulder decided, let's just add on to this. And I dislocated my shoulder in that moment as well. So in hospital, I thought, why not? Let's pick up another injury. <laughs> I'm in the right place to get dealt with. Let's just have some fun and dislocate my shoulder. <laughs> and that was probably the most painful thing because it feels like you've just got not constant tingling wherever your shoulder dislocated. It is absolute agony. But like I said, in that moment, I was grateful. I had a picture of God beside me and I was just, I was saying thank you so much. I dislocated my shoulder. I've got an open wound down my leg which was inf infected at this point. I don't know, there's so much information. Some of it's pouring out. It was absolutely infected. And there's a picture of God behind me. And I was just saying thank you because I felt so blessed in that moment. I still feel ridiculously blessed. Like, if things will get better, whoever's listening, whatever issues you're going through, I promise you, it will get better. Strong people last. It's just how it is. Tough times don't last. Obviously, I messed up the saying, but something along <laughs> those lines, but... Yeah, yeah I, just, I like. I, was, I, I like. There's a saying that goes, um, "In every winter, is followed by spring." Every winter is followed by spring. Okay, I like that. You're right because it does get cold, and eventually the ice melts away, and you get a nice cool drink. Yeah, yeah it's, that's a beautiful scene, Sally. I like that a lot. It could have been in winter with that <laughs> injury, and then hundred percent springtime's like, coming. Hundred percent. That's for everyone. And I'm not saying I'm in spring every single day. I'm just saying most of my days are in spring. I have a few. Winter's coming for Game of Thrones fans. It's <laughs> coming, but for the most part, it's spring. I just look for the positive, and I promise you, you'll find them. So when you wake up, and I think this will be so key, mm. it's such vital information. Yeah. When you wake up and you are having one of them winter days, yeah. and you're thinking... So today, it's today's a winter day. I'm not going to lie. Today is an absolute winter day. 
So what do you do to overcome that winter day? Because I know a lot of people might mm. have more winter days than summer or spring yep, yep, days. Yep, yep, yep. So how do you overcome that? What is something that you have to do? I wish I had all the answers for this question. All I can do is tell you what I know. So every day I try and start with the meditation. I'd recommend there's multiple apps out there. Headspace, Calm. You can go on YouTube for a guided meditation or maybe just like doing deep breathing. So I try and start off my day with one of those. And that really gets me centered. Only a few minutes a day. Um, just try it. There's no harm in it. Start with the meditation. Then say 10 things you're grateful for. And really feel it within your body what you're grateful for. It can be little things. Just having a roof over your head. Or it can be massive things like, I don't know, money in your pocket or something like that. Then tell someone. Like, honestly tell someone how you're feeling. Because today I didn't tell anyone. Sonny noticed in me that I wasn't feeling well. And I really appreciate that he noticed it because it made me feel better. I was like, I'm not having the best of days. And since then, he's pulled me out of the funk. So talk to other people. Everyone's got someone available. And if you haven't, you can go online and Google free chaplain. And chaplain are the people that will happily speak to you. And times are tough right now. COVID, people aren't seeing their family and friends. So if you're going through a tough time, go online, Google chaplain. There are lots of support networks for people out there. And you'll be surprised. Good things happen unexpectedly. You could be out and about or you could just be indoors and you'll find little glimmers of hope. Just look for it and you'll find it. Like I said, you either look for something bad or you look for something good. I promise you, look for something good. You'll find it. Uh, that's beautiful. Well said. And tell us, what's the future looking like for this? Never give up. And <laughs> I love how one of the stories actually, you had the never give up attitude. When you dislocated your store, shoulder, yeah. a lot of people could have thought, you know what? Why the hell is this happening to me? Why? after all this okay. but it was that never give up actually that i still said thank you and appreciated the moment yeah so for the people that are listening into never give up what's a future podcast cause going to be like and um, videos well initially let's start with the podcast i just think i'm going to talk more about things i've gone through even in the past i've not fully discussed this injury in its entirety because there's so much to discuss but i'd love to speak to other people that are suffering and i want to give more tidbits of little things i do throughout my day and discuss them at length and how they help me. So I'd love to speak to people that stuff. And like I said, I'll just find out a bit more about other people's stories and how they succeed in overcoming whatever tragedy and how they triumphed over that. So for this podcast, it's still brand new. It's just up in the air. But we're just going to see how things are. We're going to juggle all these balls. Okay. Ignore, <laughs> ignore that fun, isn't it? So we're just going to see where this podcast goes. We're going to have fun with it as well. And we're going to get people in the right state of mind and get them succeeding over what they've gone through. But this is Tambe signing off from the Never Say Go- <laughs> Never Give Up podcast, it's featuring Sonny Sekon, regular guest, regular appearance, co-host, and manager, I guess. <laughs> but thank you for listening. So never give up. Never give up. Just remember that, signing off, never give up. Things will get brighter. Yes. Just look for it. Thank you. <laughs>